but my neighbor across the street, the yes. lesbian, so she's amazing, and she she watches storms like sh- she storm got, tracker. She, yeah. Okay. And so not like <laughs> in her car, like <laughs> there's a twister. Helen like, Hunt and Twister. <laughs> Helen Hunt and Twister feels very yeah. important. That's oh, important. I would really <laughs> want to be friends with her. Yeah. yeah. As would Vicky, my neighbor, I imagine. And yeah. so we, I love the rain. Wait, Vicky's a great lesbian name, by the way. Yeah. I love. Totally. Wait, is I Vicky love that. single uh-huh. or is it a couple? Married. There? She's cool. married to a woman. Cool. Yeah. Um, who's also on our block. Cool. Yeah. And and I love her too. Vicky and I are just like boys. Yeah. You yeah. know? And so and we both love the rain. So like if there's a storm coming, either one of us because I she got me to put the radar trackers yeah. on my phone too. It's just apps, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were be like on our roof. <laughs> on our roof with some terrace. <laughs> Every time there's a storm. <laughs> there's like so sirens crazy. going up. <laughs> Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. Grab <laughs> <to> the boys. <laughs> Grab a bagel. <laughs> I was like, what do boys eat? <laughs> Hey, Con. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's so beautiful outside. It is gorgeous I was this week. I was in the park before this, and I was thinking of you because I was writing with post-it notes like you do. Oh. That little thing that you have. I was doing some, like, um, I was using color-coded post-it notes for ideas and stuff. Yeah. It's and helpful. I feel like the people around me were like, okay, so that person's an artist. <laughs> He's up to something. <laughs> this is a freaking artist. <laughs> this guy's up to something. Um, like wait. They're all Nepo babies, and my dad's nothing. I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Speaking of boys clubs... Did you see any this week? First of all, well, we're also biggest one. I'm, wait, no, you I was know. gonna say we're going to Muna tonight. Oh, that is kind of a boys club. Will be a boys club. Mm-hmm. Um, I okay. My boys club is one that I'm in, and it's Miley Cyrus TikTok that I've gone down these rabbit holes. Did okay. I talk about this yesterday? You texted me earlier today about this. Okay, I um don't know how I got onto this, but like I was reading an article about Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth's breakup, and then I somehow was kind of like redirected to TikTok where I watched. 47,000 videos as they do. <laughs> they go and go. Some factual, some not as the app goes. Yes. And it was like the best part. Like, I love her and I love, there's so many theories about like flowers mm-hmm. that are fascinating. And I'm like, oh, you, as people know, like we're a Miley Cyrus stan podcast. We like, sure. there's only two things that are true on this podcast. <laughs> Miley Cyrus is good and so is Taylor Swift. <laughs> and that's it. Debatable on that second one. Everyone has. <laughs> Wait, really? Not debatable. I She's l- totally weird. She's super weird. For sure. She I respect her weird. as an artist very much. Yeah. We respect Taylor as an artist and Miley as a hang. Does that make sense? I think I respect Miley as an artist, too. And also as an artist. I just feel like Miley Cyrus seems like she was, like, her, Dolly Parton's influence feels good to me. Yeah. Like, she was well-raised. Like, she's good people. Yeah. She, there's one thing where she's like, I might be a hillbilly, but I'm not a liar. <laughs> it's like <laughs> one of the quotes that I found of hers when I was in my rabbit hole. But um, I think Jennifer Lawrence is involved in this, and okay. like I went, I went. Do you under, you have to understand how deep the rabbit hole this is? This is how deep the ra- oh, because did she have something with what's his face? So it does seem that um, Liam cheated on Miley Cyrus with. Um. with I feel like our this has become high art to low art really fast. And that's what you got to do to make it in this industry. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it does seem that one of the fourteen women that I assume women that Liam cheated on Miley Cyrus with was mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence, okay. who wore a gold dress. 
they were together at the Hunger Games premiere, and then the gold dress oh, was similar duh, to the one that she wears in Flowers. What they were connected through Hunger Games. Yeah. yeah. Wait, are you engaging in these TikToks like via comments or anything? You're just watching. Nico. Well, because that'd be a real boys club if you were in the that would in be there with crazy. people. Crazy. <laughs> I just figured out how to save things so totally. I can watch it later again. You know what Maddie does is she'll save her TikToks like by like category. So it'll be like recipes or like yeah whatever, which is like a whole other level of TikTok. It I would be I'm like not in all women. Miley Taylor, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that's my boys club. Amazing. Um, did you see any? Yes, my boys club this week was one I was also a part of. Um, I did a golf simulator on Saturday with Sam Schaefer and Tony Ferraro and it was so fun. It was in Bushwick, which I was like expecting us to be like in a warehouse in Midtown or something, but it was it was in Bushwick, like right off the Morgan L. So fun. I'm horrible though. But I was also w- when you said Morgan L, it was like, well that kind of does make sense. Yeah, well because there's space out If you're there. going to a warehouse, you're going to either Midtown <laughs> yeah. or Morgan L and it couldn't be more different. Yeah, absolutely. But so uh, yeah, so at right here in Bushwick they have they have a golf simulator, and I was expecting. I've I've golfed before, and I was like, oh, you know, you're just kind of like a driving range. It's like who cares? I was swinging so hard and missing so hard, over and over and it's over. It's a little again. ball. It is. It's so much and harder. You're than you. far from it. Yeah, and and Sam and Tony were very sweet. It was like I I was feeling a little bit self conscious about it, but they were so nice about like teaching me pointers and stuff like that so it felt like a very safe boys club to me that's really sweet yeah it was nice isn't it crazy that that part was so hard and you haven't even gotten to the green i know (laughs) and then i immediately texted you and i was like we need to take golf lessons if we ever have meetings who knows yeah (laughs) who knows wait there's a movie where the guy takes the his girlfriend's parents golfing and then at night such an important meeting to me and i don't remember what it is and i think cameron diaz is there and cut this (laughs) i cut this i cut this (laughs) you forget the the movie yeah yeah it's 100 percent fever pitch it's fever pitch. It's still fever pitch. <laughs> it's totally fever pitch. <laughs> and it always is. Jimmy Fallon takes Drew Barrymore's parents golfing because he's a teacher, so he's a lot of time off. And um, <laughs> she's a girl boss. And okay. She can't go. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, and I was also thinking, I think golf probably takes like four hours. Oh, 18 holes? Four hours if you're a professional. Yeah, if you're good. And yeah. if you can walk It fast. would take me six. I know. That's where you got to get the cart. Yeah. You're, it's a scavenger hunt. It really, really is. is. It, finding the next hole is as hard as finishing the one that you're on. It's yeah. like. Yeah. I used to go with my dad and my uncles and my brothers. So I've, the last time, I'll tell this story really quick, but the last time I went like seriously golfing was when I was a very young kid and I did this like summer camp through a school near me that was like, had like different activities you could choose from. And for my, one of the weeks, my morning activity was like this magic and (laughs) magic and clown camp. And my afternoon activity was golf. But these, they were like outsourcing these activities to like other like, like vendors were doing these. It was the not word the school. Activities is so fun. It is activities. Something you do as a kid. Activities. So like there's the felt and glue involved. <laughs> yes. So the vendor for like the magic camp was like so like he was just like it was almost like a field trip type of thing. We'd go there. He doesn't know any of us outside of this one hour we're with him. Same thing with the golf. It was just like Touch. dudes working at the golf course this summer, and <laughs> then we show up. So on the last day on Friday we have our golf or we have our magic clown show. And we all had to do full face makeup and stuff. So I had this full clown makeup on that I did myself. So it was probably horrible. Ugh. And then I go back to the school. Then we have lunch. We go over to the golf thing. And not everybody did the same two activities. I was the only person who did <laughs> magic and, go- <laughs> and clown and golf. So I show up to the driving range. All the kids just wearing their normal golf stuff. And I've got a full face of clown <laughs> makeup. And it's like mid-July. It's so hot. It's like dripping down my face. 
all, my little clubs had like purple paint on them for the rest of time. To be a child is to be <laughs> humiliated <laughs> constantly. Every day, every day. And just to be like carrying this big golf bag around with this whole face <laughs> and everybody on the course might be like, who the fuck is and this And those kid? people don't even know, but you're like, yeah, I'm going to be gay. You know what I mean? It's like, it's bad oh, now. They knew. It's going to get worse. They knew. <laughs> um, so should we bring our guest in? <laughs> yes. Boys, our guest this week is an incredible stand-up comedian. She has an album coming out very soon that we're going to plug at the end of the episode. We're so lucky to have her. Please make a warm welcome for Liz Glazer. Thank Hi. you. Okay, can I just say, I feel like I've been doing really good acting from the entire yes. time, from the beginning of this podcast, on the theory that like acting is listening mm-hmm. and having a thought about what was Reacting. just said or done. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because... So I, I wanted to play by the rules, obviously, and be silent. And we appreciate Wait, that. That's no, really no, nice. Because oh if God, you didn't, I'm we would have been nice. like, that's okay. We would have <laughs> no, been like, we're, no, ba- no, no. we're so yeah. bad. If people jump in, we're like, please, We've come on in. We've never started or something. No, I don't like to break rules. <laughs> and I take <laughs> rules as a challenge, like personally I and professionally. Okay? And so I, but I, I really was listening to what you said. And I have a lot of comments. And everything I thought I was going to talk about is nothing that I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I mean, unless now that I've said it and then I do whatever. But, like, first of all, I totally agree about golf. Okay? <laughs> Not just that it's a boys club. But, okay, so right – and I don't like to do the podcast thing where it's, like, off the air. Because, like, whatever. We've never met before. The only thing that matters is what's <laughs> being recorded. Uh, okay? If it's not recorded, it doesn't exist. <laughs> it does not exist. Okay? But – off just briefly off the air right right before we were pressed record mm-hmm. we were talking about my lesbian neighbor yes. because connor you were saying you know that i live in the suburbs and that that's like a nice fantasy etc okay yeah. and i do love the suburbs and i was saying to nico and connor i just want everybody to be like in on the conversation yes that i have a lesbian neighbor across the street and like you know i always want lesbian friends or whatever and i played golf oh that's fine with my lesbian neighbor 18 near our holes house. well first of all I totally agree. The only time I've ever done... You're not Jewish, right? Neither of you is Jewish. Okay, so I don't know if this is going to resonate, but I'm still going to say it, and then I'll (laughs) explain it, okay? The only time I've ever done anything 18 times is because of Jewish superstition, because in Judaism, the number 18... It means life because in Judaism, every letter has a numerical value based on like where it is in the alphabet. I guess English could too because 26, whatever. But like um, Chet and Yud is respectively eight and ten. They're two letters for Chai, which is life in Hebrew. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so my OCD growing up and like kind of still okay, was always like I had to do something 18 times. And so I was a Nordic track exerciser, the Ridge. <gasps> yeah. Okay. I know you teach exercising. I once um, auditioned to be a soul no, cycle instructor. No, me too. No, 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 no. Talk about a boys club. Wait, that Wait, is such a I didn't that know you did. Such a, I did right after I, right after I taught high school for one year. I did okay. Teach for America. I'm sorry if I was out of that. People love to be bad about that. <laughs> My I mom was a Teach for America like uh, – she was teacher, uh, retired, but, yeah. is now. But she was like the supervisor for the Teach for America people yes. in her school. Oh, so, yes. yeah, whatever. So I did that, and then okay. I was like, who am I going to be? And then I was like, I know, I'm going to be a soul cycle instructor. And then I, I mean, it's the dream. Wait, and I literally, in my application, I was like, I've like never been a t- teacher of fitness, but like, I actually sober. So I think it'll be a, like, yeah. I love a challenge. Okay, right. okay. Right. Like, you're, <laughs> they, what, what, or what kind of, it's not a life coaching job. I know. Teaching but it is. Bike. It kind of is. It really is. Yeah. And, well, at the time, so I have a friend now who's a Peloton instructor, but I met her when she was a soul cycle instructor. Wait, 
Emma. <laughs> I just wait. I love her. I, yeah, the one Emma's I just, amazing. What I just did with the microphone was not okay. Did you see oh, that? but I, I don't. I don't mind. Wait, yeah. I love Emma. Do we have yeah. to cut that? Can we keep that? I don't think so. That's I mean, cool though. You're a big deal if you're a Peloton instructor. That's like yeah, yeah, yeah. She's famous. amazing. Yeah. yeah. We were just talking about how much they make, and you ask and tell us. And I have we'll no idea. I it's gotta be. It's gotta be six figures. Well, I think yeah. it's. I don't. I. I really have no clue. But she's doing. First of all, I. I knew her like before mm-hmm. yeah. and so and I just thought she was like awesome and cool yeah and so it's no surprise that she's ascended the way she has like yeah. it's similar to like how you see you know other artist friends mm-hmm. right Miley Taylor etc those right? are our friends <laughs> <laughs> our, yeah. our girls <laughs> they're listening right now both of them <laughs> yeah but it's like you know someone's amazing and then the rest of you know, America or the world or whatever, like, sees that they're amazing. Okay, right. that was me and Ed Sheeran, but I kind of take it back. <laughs> I take it back. Like, Did you hear about his lawsuit? Because he's a stealer. Uh, he, he just got 18? out of a, But he's not. No, he got, he was not found. Right. Any, not right guilty right. is not the right word, but yeah, the legal suit was dropped. Right, they dropped. Yeah. Okay, I loved him um, when he yeah. came out with A-Team, and then, because I was like, I'm yeah. an alcoholic, this is, like, about me. Yeah. And then, yeah. but the, everything he's done since then, I don't stand by. Okay, I don't know him well enough to have this conversation. But I'm happy. I hate that we even brought him up on this podcast. No, it's fine. I mean, mean, Emma just redid a house in the woods, which I kind of followed. (laughs) I love that both of you saw that separately, not even knowing that either each other would probably follow that account. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, She's just doing a woods thing, like a Walden thing. She's really an an amazing person um, and lifestyle brand, but like knowing her. It's like she's a gardener. She yeah. redoes houses. Yeah. She, you know, she really has like a lot of interests. But I love. Th- I need to know, like, what was your audition song for Soul Cycle? Okay, so <laughs> I believe. Oh, you have to do a song. Yeah, two. We had right. To do two at the time. Right, right, right. So, okay, <laughs> one was "Where Are You Now?" The Diplo, is it? And Justin Bieber. Yeah. Where are you now? Where are yeah. Um, do do do. Right, right, right. Like yeah. I said, na, 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 nobody else was playing. Yes. That. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that song. It's a good song. Any and Justin Bieber Whatever I sang for. was like yeah. not right. <laughs> I just sang it so wrong. Oh, and I'm like, I don't stand by that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's like a. You said, "Where are you sim- now?" And then I sang, "What do you mean?" But with this first, <gasps> "Where oh, are I you love now?" What but do they you "Where are like you now?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're pretty sick. Yeah, and they kind of came out on the same yeah. time. Like, right. I will say that because I love "1989" by Taylor Swift. We need uh-huh. to be honest. Uh-huh. Every song actually is the same. Oh like, yeah. If you were, but they're all good, and it's right. like if they're all good, then why not be the same? But yeah. it is fourteen times of the same song and right, I feel right, like Bieber's right. kind of the same sure yeah I mean it was an era the, the, those were the same album I think that other song Sorry was yes, like the same that moment. was a big moment <laughs> for him yeah totally right he was going through a lot and so and <laughs> I wanted to be there for him him for Halloween <laughs> did you go to him for Halloween oh did, did you no I went for him as like a homecoming week ah. spirit week I don't know I think it was Can like, it dressed like a Halloween for the purpose of the story sure Halloween it was also October yes it was October we both went as him around Halloween that year <laughs> so okay that was one and then i think it was um it was definitely billy ocean do you know like get out of my dreams get into my car no but i i lo- no okay you don't know get out of Mm-mm. my dreams. oh okay it's like get out of my dreams get into my car is that guy okay, okay. and he's like from the 80s but i feel like it was 
another song of his, and I can't remember what. Do you wish you got the job at Soul Cycle? I really don't, but I was very <laughs> upset. I wait. At the I time. was upset too, but I want everyone to know that we're two people sitting here, and I want people are like, we're oh, thriving. they wish they were Soul Cycle instructors. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> sure, we don't want but that. at the time, so first of all, I went to Chicago for my audition because they. I were was in Chicago. What wait, was the year two thousand and seventeen? Uh, fifteen. Okay. Wow. Ships in the night. You two. Yeah. <laughs> That's wow. crazy at Old Town. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they were just opening. Yeah. And I remember, so there was this girl in the in the audition room, because they treat it like a class, and like you kind of do yeah. musical mm. bike, where it's like, okay, now you're Nico in there for does like 47,000 hours. Right. Oh, <laughs> as so long as it takes for you to go through TikTok reels. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet that if you didn't get it, you were close. I also, I believe, was... I don't think I was close. Really? Okay. I was categorically bad at that. Okay. I mean, I... It's hard. It's I hard. Realize, so yeah. what I do is there's only one part of my brain really working. Okay. I'm like giving words uh-huh. and seeing things. The way that those people use their bodies yeah. and give words all mm-hmm. at the same time, like that is this yeah. whole other thing. Well, it makes sense. I mean, Emma's a dancer. Yeah. And so that's totally. like... I mean, I suppose, you know, maybe some dancers would only be good at the body thing right. yeah. not the words thing i don't know but yeah. Like, yeah like she was she was really good and she at the time like she really worked with me because we were friends yeah. yeah and so she was like you know coming in early to like coach me yeah. doing this thing and i think i just like got nervous kind of or whatever it wasn't bad though because the thing i was going to say is one of the other girls in the room who ended up getting the job like came um jamie something i mean she was fine but like she came up to me after she's like hey do you want to like chat because i think she was like Mm. well we're the only ones who like have a shot yeah i have to find her now (laughs) oh my god there is always like those like tryout or audition moments where you like lock eyes with the other person who's in the running and it's like okay let's chat for real let's chat for real (laughs) totally and i think that she thought that but she got it i didn't i don't remember exactly maybe 30 i don't know fucking people yeah so you you auditioned in chicago i as well. did what I were your songs chicago, um city of dreams okay and uh oh this really hot, hot song okay um it was it was like don't okay and it was like hot actually the person uh. after like some like random hot girl who was in training uh, uh-huh. and was probably laid off recently probably was, like, jamie probably jamie <laughs> <laughs> they that th- it really is it is titanic over there like yeah. they are people are <laughs> but <laughs> it wasn't then yeah oh no, then no. it was like hot well actually this is kind of a huge bummer. my other song but i don't know but the person yeah. running it was like that was a great song choice and it was like huh. thank you thank you <laughs> yeah and then um but someone the other day in a soul cycle class because I still go. I went okay. today. It was like remember twenty fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They were like twenty fourteen. That was peak soul cycle time. And yeah. I was like, honey, if it's not your peak, don't admit it to people. Correct. <laughs> I'm not uh-huh. walking around being like, remember when I was twenty two? Yeah. No, this Sad. is my peak. Sure. Whatever right. we're doing now is your peak. Well, and if that is one's inclination mm-hmm. to to think that your peak was in twenty fourteen then maybe before you say that out loud, have a reframe <laughs> yeah. of, of a sort yeah. where it's like, cause that's just like a sad way to live, let alone <laughs> admit, <laughs> you know, admit on a microphone. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In a thing that like, presumably in the belly of the beast. No, less. right. Like, <laughs> like you're trying to sell yourself. If yeah. you're in the class doing it. I know. But that said, I cannot tell you how much 
time, attention, and love I gave to SoulCycle around yeah. 2014. Mm. Allegedly, it's peak. Right. Wait, where did you visit from? Here. Oh, th- oh th- yeah. Oh, I get I it. I went to Chicago because I was like, oh, you that's going to... You would have moved to Chicago. Yeah. You would have been a second well, city actor. It, yeah. I mean, everything in my life I started, I started in Chicago is a true statement. Yeah. I don't exactly know why, but mm. like I went to law school in Chicago. I grew up here-ish, like mm. in New Jersey, but yeah. like suburbs of New York City. But I got into the UFC. I went there for law school and then started comedy like so I and then I, I so I used to be a law professor I taught in New York I taught at Hofstra and I visited for a semester at Northwestern Law School that was the semester that I started doing comedy and so I had this thought when I was doing the Soul Cycle audition I was like Chicago just opened maybe I'll have a better shot of getting mm. a job if yeah. I audition there because also it's like if you audition there they don't necessarily put you there yeah they could but, you know, it's just Throw an audition. Anywhere. Right. Right. Not unlike TFA. TFA, you're like, you're going to go uh-huh. to Minnesota. <laughs> right. Wait, yeah. what's TFA? Oh, Teach for America. Oh, The yeah. way that I just dropped that sure. is if everyone out here. <laughs> no, no, I just didn't know. I wish I put it together. Did you, what, what comedy did you do in Chicago? Um, I did stand up for the first time. Okay. Wh- did you do the improv thing? Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I had a visit a couple years earlier at Loyola, Chicago. Mm-hmm. And that was our during. Beautiful campus. Right on the Loyola water. Chicago. It will be yeah. cold the entire time. You will want to jump into the water. <laughs> but it was so yeah. pretty. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so so that semester, I was teaching. I think it was like my fourth year of teaching. And my life, I was a tenure-track professor, which means that everything in my whole life was like geared toward like getting tenure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is really intense. I want to do something for fun yeah. that's not connected to a goal. I take an improv class at IO Chicago, yeah. the old one that was next to Wrigley Field. Yes, I d- and Oh, the old one. Yeah, oh, cool. The old one. Super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a camp bunk mm. type of energy. Yeah, okay. that seems very lovely. Cool. By the time yeah. I got there, it was like a warehouse right. off the Morganelle right. golf the simulator. Right, near the Whole Foods. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right, and the golf. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. So, but then it was whatever that, and I mean, it was still like intimidating in, in a way, you right. know, because yeah. they've got like the pictures on the wall of like Chris Farley and yeah. Fe- you know whatever yeah. and so anyway so I was taking a class and I I really loved it like I knew I was just like there's something that I love about your teacher's this name? yes of course because You'd Lindsay be like, it was Haley that was my teacher. We'll be like, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you didn't know her, you didn't know her, but like she was amazing. And yeah. I have had moments since where it's like I say Lindsay's name and somebody else is like, oh my God, she changed my life in this, that, oh, and the that's other awesome. way. And so it's the fine women to keep were it. amazing. Yeah. The, the totally. men were kind of boring. Right. Duds. And I guess some of them problematic. And bad. Right. Oh, yeah. right. I was yeah. like, they're boring. I mean, like, they're also <laughs> bad. I was like, yeah, and bad. <laughs> also bad. <laughs> I mean, I just heard <laughs> stories. But but in any event, I really adored her and, you know, just had like such a, you know, admiration, adoration right. for her. Yeah. And then a couple of years later, I was visiting at Northwestern. I still kept in touch with Lindsay and she wasn't teaching any longer, but she was like, would you, would you ever want to do stand up? I think you'd be good at it. And I was like, no. <laughs> uh, Cause I, I mean, I was just like, what are you saying? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I teach law school. Right. And then she's like, well, I'll give you 10 minutes on my show. And I was like, what? And then she told me, she's like, a lot of people would really want this. I was gonna say And I that. know nothing more. I was like, I don't, but I love having things that other people want. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> Wait, where was the show? At I.O. Okay, at the cool. old I.O. Yeah. And 
Um, and I, I mean, I just did it and I loved it. And like, that was the moment wow. that I was like, oh my God, this, I didn't like quit the next day, but it was like a year ish later that that's I amazing. decided to leave. Wow. Yeah. 10 minutes on your first show is like, mm-hmm. that's so much time. And so <laughs> I was so nervous just in gen. Yeah. Right. And that, and I wrote this like whole thing that thank God. God, I didn't say any of because it would not have worked. <laughs> it was like a thing about like, do you remember Linda Evangelista, the supermodel, said something like in the 80s about I don't get out of bed for less than $10,000 a day. Like, <laughs> kind of. It was like a thing yeah. and everybody was like, she sucks. And I was like, what if she was just depressed <laughs> and she just doesn't want to leave the house <laughs> and this is her price. And I was like, that was the, s- the main point yeah. of what I proposed to say on stage. And again, Thank God. First of all, losing argument from the start. <laughs> Second of all, not funny. What was I offering as support or evidence? Like, who knows? And then I was, like, really, really nervous. Spent the day just, like, being nervous. Like, maybe I shouldn't say this. Maybe here's another reason that this yeah. she wasn't a bad person. Whatever. And then I called up a friend who was, like, a performer. I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm so nervous. She's like, just say something vulnerable at the top, and it'll be fine. And I was like, great, thank you so much. Hang up the phone. And I was like, how do you be vulnerable? Because <laughs> the thing is, like, they don't teach you that in law school. They certainly don't. They don't. Yeah. And so I was like, I have literally no idea what to say or do. Yeah. And then I'm about to leave the house, and I see a package, and I didn't order anything. And I was, like, very early. And so I was like, oh, I guess I could bring it in and open it and whatever. And as I'm about to open it, I was like, oh, my God, a trick to being vulnerable is just literally not knowing the answer to something. I don't know what's in this package. I'm going to open it on stage. And so what I did with my 10 minutes was I opened a package which contained 18 vinyl suit covers (laughs) that my mother had sent to me because two weeks prior she had been at my apartment, noticed that my fluffy white cat Mona would perch atop the suits that I would wear to school, leaving me (laughs) looking like a cat, to which she was like, Elizabeth, you can't go out like that. You have to get vinyl suit covers. And I was like, I will, mommy, whatever. And she knew I wouldn't, so she ordered them on my behalf, sent them. And so I opened this, and I'm like, oh, my God, you guys, and just explain my relationship to my mother, the fact that I have cats, the fact that I teach and wear suits and whatever, and like all these like biographical details that are helpful to to share with an audience. And it wasn't like capital G good in the sense that like, (laughs) I'm sure now if I like looked back at it, I'd be like, oh God. But like, you know, that's just getting better. Yeah. Yeah. I think that what it was was capital M me at the time. Yeah. You know, because I didn't have any trappings of skill certainly mm-hmm. nor the self-consciousness or awareness to like really inspect my performance i just was like well i have to tell these people why i got this thing right yeah that i opened in Th- front of them that's such a classic yeah. mom gift too oh my god i know <laughs> which is like well you're not gonna get them yeah so <laughs> i still have them yeah. i feel like doing stand-up uh, so i did stand up from improv mm-hmm. and i describe it as like Realizing you were gay for the first time. No, people are yes. like, "Yes, I real. I thought I was straight, and then I kissed someone yeah. the same." Right. Day. They say it like right. that in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, for, I don't know who I made crying. <laughs> I think all of my us. girlfriends do. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was, 
that's how stand-up felt where it was like oh yeah. this actually feels so much better i don't feel like improv was very stressful to me sure it gave me so much anxiety yeah yeah and i i think it's just that like i never knew you never know what's gonna happen whereas with stand-up like it does feel like you have this yeah like, you never know what's gonna happen you have a, a life vest and it's um right the things that you've written yes and the things you've done i have made the analogy before not between stand-up and improv and coming out but law professor to stand up and yeah. coming out mm-hmm. that basically like the first time I ever did stand up, I felt like I was having a professional orgasm. That is a literal <laughs> quote that I said to my therapist. And then the joke of it is except that I knew it was actually happening. Uh, so, and that was the feeling and it was, it was the most similar thing to it was kissing a woman for the first time Yeah, yeah. because it's not like, I mean, I had a boyfriend in college. Like I was like, okay with, straightness Mm -hmm. i guess but like it wasn't you know whatever like transcendent yeah Yeah. and then i kissed marissa and it was yeah you know so similarly it it felt like that i loved the way you said transcendent oh yeah one time i was dating this Mm -hmm. guy who lived across the street from a trader joe's okay who i really doxed two weeks ago on the podcast but we kept it in and um wow so yeah, and he's like the least likely person anyone would ever think I would be attacking on this podcast, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> which makes him the most likely. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was dating him, and then I ran into my college crush in the Equinox locker room, oh. and I was like, "Right, I forgot my capacity, yeah, for things to feel electric, yeah, and electric." I cannot be dating this person that mm-hmm. is just kind of like, okay, here's like a thing Medium. to do, yeah, yeah. right, yeah. things no, should no. be transcendent, totally. And I guess, like you know, in a way, there is a risk to that kind of behavior you know in terms of like the way it feels like drugs and Mm. whatever (laughs) i don't know but but like i do think that there is room for feeling normal like a kind of suburban feeling yeah yeah like but but i get what you're saying i okay and now this brings back to the suburbs yeah because you moved to the suburbs yeah which i'm jealous of Oh yeah, I'm come over. I mean, no, I really will fun. come over. Can we? Come yeah, over? I mean, it, totally, absolutely, <laughs> you can come over. Wait, you have like a yard? We'll come over. I have a full yard. Okay. That's incredible. Yeah. We'll come garden. It's really you. nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, we um, first of all, I've started gardening because my wife's a rabbi and her temple has a garden club, and there's this woman who is like really good at gardening. Mm-hmm. And so she runs the garden club. So I go to the garden club because I'm like, okay, I want to be, you know, a good clergy spouse to oh a degree. Yeah, God. You have responsibilities. Yeah. We have I to do. talk about Seventh Heaven. Are we going to talk about Seventh <laughs> Heaven? You're <laughs> the mom on Seventh Heaven. I am. I am. Yeah. <laughs> but not really evil. I, well, I don't know if the was mom's she evil. evil. I didn't I watch it. I don't know. It. There's okay. kind of like conflicting reports of like what oh. the deal is with that show. Maybe the huh. actor was evil. Oh. Yeah. The actor actually was for sure evil. Oh, really? That's yeah. always so upsetting. Yeah. I know. Um, Don't meet your heroes. Right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but um, you are a clergy spouse, I think, is, has got to be like the ultimate boys club. Oh, yeah. Isn't that That's a character on The Simpsons? A clergy spouse? the wife of the, pri- a wife oh, of, really? um, the reverend's wife. She oh. dies. Well, there's I'm the. Sorry. Oh, wow. I think she did. In The Simpsons? Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, there's, th- there's the neighbor who's yeah. kind of a goody two shoes, right? Okay. No, oh, but she dies. Flanders. Flanders. Okay, but is he sure. like? Oh, this is total Mandela effect. In my in my <laughs> universe, it had been <laughs> the other way. But you're right. That okay. in this one, you're correct. Okay. Wait, it's not the reverence wife. He's not a. You oh. know, he's just like the the goody two shoes neighbor, right? He's just a good guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can be a good guy and not be a reverend. Okay. Yeah, but I think you're right that that is very much a boys' club. Yeah. And um. Because it's I'm just you. 
Oh. Unless, are there multiple rabbis at the temple? There's multiple rabbis. So it's me, the other rabbi's wife, and the other rabbi who's a girl's uh, y- husband. I, I just had to remember if they were married. Yeah. But they are. I went to their wedding. Are so. you are you tight with the Confirmed. other are you tight with the other spouses? Um, kind of. Oh, and then there's one, the cancer emeritus's wife mm. is my primary care physician. Oh, okay. So I'm very tight, tight with, with her. her. I love her. <laughs> yeah. Wait, small town. Totally. I like that. That's yeah, cool. The kind nice. of town where you can go trick or treating. Oh my god, trick or treating on my block is an event. Like I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yes, I like. I that. mean, it can be yours. Yeah. And first of all, it's yeah. not that hard to get into the city. I mean, Brooklyn is a little bit of a schlep. Like, so it was. You know, I did another podcast before, not to brag, but like anyway. Mediator. We said this is our mediator. Well, but it, it also just like makes me want to be more efficient. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we talked about this at a show one time. I'm yeah. just like, you know, if I'm gonna do show a show. I'm going to try to do five. Yeah. yeah. Because if I'm coming in, then I'm like, you have to understand what this is yeah, for right. me. I'm not coming in to do your show for three people yeah. that maybe will be canceled. Don't you yeah. ever want to be like, yeah. I would love to do your show. Just quick question. Are <laughs> you going to... Are you going to tell people about it? <laughs> like, are you going like, to let people know what's yeah, happening? Like, yeah. Just let me know. Yeah. And I would love and to I do I a show. Will it, will it be a show? Right. Are you certain right, about that? Totally. Yeah. And <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I try to like, you know, I don't say it like that exactly, yeah, yeah. but I'm just like, usually I have a mind of trying to stack. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, just because, I mean, you have to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it makes the most yeah. sense. I mean, yeah. especially if you're coming in from. Yeah. Out of, yeah. Like it's not, right. it's not worth turning around and right. having got nothing out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I do love the suburbs. I love stars. I love a farmer's market. Yeah, I guess we have farmer's nice. markets here. Right. Yeah, it's nice. I love um, yeah. where they throw the, the newspaper up and you oh, hit yeah. a lady who's kind of like coming out with her coffee sure, and a rope. Sure, sure. Like totally. paper boy That still game. happens mm. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it. to the extent that it is that vision, I would say where I live is kind of close to that. Yeah. But my neighbor across the street, the yes. lesbian... So she's amazing, and she <laughs> she watches storms like sh- she storm got tracker. She, yeah, okay. And so not like <laughs> in her car like <laughs> there's a twister. Helen like, Hunt and Twister. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Hunt and Twister feels very yeah. important. That's oh, important. I would really yeah. want to be friends with her. Yeah, as would Vicky, my neighbor. I imagine. And yeah. so we, I love the rain. Wait, Vicky's a great lesbian name, by the way. Yeah, I love. Totally. Wait, is I Vicky love that. single uh-huh. or is it a couple? Married. Like, she's cool. married to a woman. Cool. Yeah. Um, who's also on our block. Cool. Yeah. And and I love her too. Vicky and I are just like boys. Yeah. You yeah. know? And so and we both love the rain. So like if there's a storm coming, either one of us because I she got me to put the radar trackers yeah. on my phone too. It's just apps, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be like on our roof. <laughs> <laughs> our roof is upstairs. <laughs> Every time there's a storm, <laughs> there's like so sirens crazy. going up. <laughs> Yeah, so I have them on my phone too, and <laughs> either one of us will text the other and just be like, "Hey, looks <laughs> looks pretty fun." <laughs> and then like she's got two rocking chairs literally on her porch, and we go oh, over. Oh, that's sweet. And I bring. I mean, I go over there so much that I have one tea that I really uh, like. Um, 
It's Tazo Wild Sweet Orange Tea. I don't okay. know if they're a sponsor of the podcast. They but will be now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's a brand that's in the supermarket, but like yeah. one specific flavor. I'm just like, they got this so right. Yeah. And wild like, Sweet Orange Wild Tazo Sweet Orange. Tea. It is. It tastes like hot juice. Wait, is like, it a tea bag? Or yeah, a, a red. Yeah. Like just a tea bag. You would not think that it's as powerful as it is. But like, like I, I don't drink, but like mm-hmm. it's so good that I'm like, if you mixed alcohol with this, it would be like a good cocktail. Like the way you like brought a great up your sobriety tea. and yeah. it wasn't like an announcement. I was like, oh. you can do it that way. Right, right. Totally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're on a sober show together this week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I know. I just, yes, yes. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Whose show is it? Katie um, Hennigan. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, about so damn time I get anything for this. <laughs> I know I don't really get because I'm not like super loud, you know, whatever yeah. about it. But but anyway, it's a really good tea, and so Vicky has a box of it. Oh, that's at her sweet. house, and so either I bring the tea, but sometimes it's already storming, so she's like, "I will make your tea at my house." It's great. Oh. You said storming. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's raining cats I'm and dogs. running across the street. They're storming the Capitol and they're storming West Orange. <laughs> <laughs> they're storming West Orange. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, so we went golfing. Okay. Because she's like, "Do you want to take golf lessons?" I was like, "Absolutely." And so we've done that before. She's a lot better than I am. And um, we went to play. Like we were gonna play eighteen holes, mm-hmm. but I was like. Like you were saying four hours, then you said that was for pros. I'm like, if we played 18 holes, I think we would still be there. (laughs) You know, like it's (laughs) so many. I just don't know why any person wouldn't. They let you do nine. I'm good with nine. Honestly, nine nine feels cool. We ended up with seven. And then I was like, (laughs) "Um, is there lunch? Like what? (laughs) Actually, does it need to be um, a a, a nine number? Yeah. What's that word? It doesn't need to be a multiple. A multiple of nine. (laughs) But the other thing is like in terms of. Because I think it's a constant, should we drive or should we walk? Mm. Right? Like, because you know when yeah. you're, like, going anywhere in the world, you're like, well, do we do we drive? Do we walk? Yeah. Golf is that yeah. for a million hours. Because yeah. it's kind of like, okay, it's not that far. But then it is that far. And you got to move the car. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm never going to go golfing again. <laughs> Come I on, mean, we should take lessons. I'll go with you, but I'm not going to play. You right. know what I mean? But no, I'll go but we, the I think it's if we took lessons together, it'd be fun. If you like, because we took a lesson with this guy, Brian. His name doesn't matter, but I just like it. Um, <laughs> it paints a picture. I think so. Yeah. And yeah. he was amazing. Like, Brian is, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he's Tiger Woods. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Like, the fact, I know nothing. I'm just like, like how you were saying about, you know, I'm just like whacking this thing with a stick. Yeah. And it's not even going anywhere near it. No. You know? And then, but I love, I love the sound. Yeah. You know, that it, when you get it, I mean, and I haven't, I don't think ever, <laughs> but like every now and but then. But you've heard Vicky, Brian hit one. Yeah, I've heard, oh my God, Brian sounds amazing. That's I want that as my ringtone is yeah. like him golfing yeah. something. Yes. Yeah, he's very good. Golf to me is the smell of my papa's sweat coming back <laughs> to the golf cart because I haven't wow. left the golf cart the whole time. I'm just sitting there eating a hot dog for my right. entire time there. That's right, the fun right. part about golf is you can like have some seltzers, you can have some food, yeah. you just kind of cart around. A clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. There's a clubhouse. Yeah, well, where we go is a public course. So Free? it's like uh, you pay for renting stuff. Cool. And I think you pay 
it's just not as much. Like, yeah. there's no, like, Oh, membership. you mean, like, compared to, like, a country club? Yeah. Yeah, what, what's up with that? It's a lot. But, like, there is, like, it's a public course, so you can use it. Yeah. And you just pay to, like, rent, I guess... Clubs and stuff, probably. Whatever. If you have your own yeah. stuff, I think you can just hop yeah, on. Yeah, the cart, yeah. whatever Yeah, it for is. sure, probably the cart. Because yeah. we've talked about this. Anytime I see a man walking around the city with golf clubs or, yeah. or anything like that, I'm like, right. where are you going? Right, he's probably and going where to are the you suburbs. Probably the right. golf simulators, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Sam yeah. had his own clubs. Wow. I know. Huh. His apartment is not large. I don't know where they were, but he had I have a Peloton. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Wait, but the other thing I was thinking, because you were talking about the warehouses, mm-hmm. that reminds me, it's not on topic. And uh, is it a boys club? Yeah, it is a boys club, actually. Is Anything can be. <laughs> right. No, but it really is. I just had to like think about it because... Um, warehouses around there mm-hmm. remind me of a warehouse party I went to probably around the time I auditioned for Soul Cycle, way before I was sober. Uh, or like, I guess a few years, whatever. Yeah. I've been sober five in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was for a Burning Man. Like, you know how oh. Burning Man yeah. is Burning Man? Yeah, yeah I've yeah. never been. Me neither. Um, but then they have like parties throughout the year. Do you know this? I had no idea. Oh. I don't know anything about Burning Man okay. culture. I'm so, so like off that. Right. I don't really either. Yeah. And somehow I had a friend, Sandy, who I took a writing class with Mm -hmm. in Brooklyn during a sabbatical. I don't know if any of this matters for the story, but I like to just throw it in. and No, because what I got from all that was that you are in so many communities. Yeah, well, I love a cult. I know. You know, <laughs> I'll join That's whatever. That's so true. And like, you yeah. everything from the church to Souls I Go, like yeah. a literal church to Souls I Go, right, right, to a totally. gardening club. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, so anyway, I took a writing class, and I had a friend from it, and that friend had this other friend, George, and George was like a drug user that like made it science. Do you know what I mean yeah, by that? Yeah. So he was like giving TED talks about literally everything that was like his whole vibe yeah and we got um molly but i uh, i don't remember if it was it was pure mdma Mm -hmm. okay and he did some kind of experiment in his bathroom with a pill from mexico allegedly (laughs) where you have like a control group and something and he was going on about this any experiment in a bathroom is alleged i think yeah 100 (laughs) percent. i was not there but um but he was like this is pure and here's how i know and i was like you got it and we took this pure mdma Mm -hmm. from the male that he got and tested maybe (laughs) um and went to this warehouse like right around where you were talking about with the golf and like i mean it was basically the party was like one long line for the bathroom obviously because everyone has to pee because there's one bathroom in that right and one bathroom Yeah. yeah that's true and I just remember, I mean, it was a very, I really have a lot of insights from that night. Yeah. I, and so the boys club element is the burning man piece. Right. And also this kind of a party Absolutely. and like getting that kind of a drug. I mean, it happened for one night of my life. Yeah. Okay. Girls season <coughs> one, episode five. Right. I love that one. <laughs> that it was like five? that. Yeah. I think you're right. I love girls. The Bushwick cracks it in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I, that's my fave show. Oh, I love, we love I girls. think about yeah. it all the time. Oh. Well, Kellogg's yeah. Diner closing was sad to oh, me because one of yeah. my favorite scenes in Girls oh, at the yeah. end. Do you remember? Yes, with, uh, was it Adam and, and Hannah? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Of yes. course. Yes. Spoiling it for you. 
No, I know. You no, already, you already, no, no, no. You already spoiled no, it for me. No. Yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> how long until you forgot? Because I do forget things at a certain point. <laughs> like, will that ever happen? <laughs> well, you've told the story three <laughs> times. So no, but it's, it's the how they got there. Yes, 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 yes. The, and, you know. and it's also, it's such a good show. I will watch it anyway. The journey mm-hmm. is yeah. the most yeah. important. Yeah, it really is. You saying it is obviously not the same as me seeing the actual yeah. work. Because I've never been clear yeah. about yeah. what I was saying. It's never been a clear I relate. So, um... But wait, yes, it is like that. It was like that yes. party. But okay, yeah. so the things that I got from it, number one, I just remember having my phone mm-hmm. on me because whatever, like I went with my phone out and just being like, who needs this thing? <laughs> like, oh my I was God. just like, this doesn't matter. Like, Sandy, can you just do away with it? Oh, no. And and, and uh, there's no, I think I had it later. Okay, like, nothing okay, happened. Okay, okay. But, but I just had that feeling. Like, yeah. as, as much as I consider it relevant to my life in real life, yeah. was as irrelevant as it was in this state. Totally. Okay, so I think whatever experiment George did in his bathroom was good. <laughs> because it was, like, <laughs> such a good thing. And so, okay, and then the other thing was at some point, so it was me, Sandy, and my other friend, Marissa, uh-huh. who was the w- first woman I kissed. Okay, we're still friends. Amazing. Okay? Was this before or after the accident, Bushwick accident, the party? Uh, before. Cool. I think. I don't know. I would have to check it. I, I'm pretty sure it was before. Send us a timeline. We'll update the show notes. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, cause I, I think it was 20. Yeah, it was 2014. Yeah. So I don't know yeah. where it fits. But uh, I definitely hadn't seen it. <laughs> yeah. Parallel thinking, Connor. But yeah. I don't know. I think it was before. MDMA is very fascinating to me. It is. So, okay. Then I, like, we're in the party. Mm-hmm. And it was three of us. And, like, me and Sandy were on it. And uh, Marissa was not, but she met a boy. And so she's like in the corner with this boy. It's going good. Either be in love or on drugs. You have to pick (laughs) one. Yeah, yeah, totally. But she was having fun. She wasn't like (laughs) anything. And at some point, Sandy and I just like look at each other and we're like, I guess it's time to go. Like we didn't even have to say anything. And we just leave. And it was February. We're walking to the G from the warehouse. And like maybe 11 minutes in, I just look over at Sandy. I'm like, we forgot Marissa. And it was this interesting <laughs> thing because, so <laughs> because I like in a normal non MDMA moment, yeah. I would have been like, fuck. And then we have to go back and then we have to figure out what lie to tell her. Yeah. Cause we can't just be like, we forgot you. But because I was on this MDMA, a, I was just like, okay, we'll, we'll just go back and get her. <laughs> and then I woke up. I'm like, hey, we forgot you. We were almost <laughs> at the train. But then and she was like, all right. And then it was so not complicated. And like yeah. ever since then, I really, I mean, it takes work still to remember this. But I feel like I'm pretty okay at it of just like stress is a choice in like a lot of situations. Totally. And also you don't have to lie to your friends to make them feel better. Totally. Like you could just yeah. be like, we forgot and you. When you come in with energy of being like, it, this is just what it is. Sorry. It's just ha- yeah. If they're really your friends, it's like, okay. Yeah. yeah like it's nobody like, we cares. We forgot you, but we love you. Right. Let's go. And yeah. then we just like went and, you know, went yeah. back, went to the G and then yeah. it's fine. there is understood love, love, there should be so much grace. You yes. Know? I think that was my that dad. Was well One said. time I was really rude to my dad yeah. on the phone, and then he's like, I show you so many times that I love you, and that didn't feel good. And then I still feel bad about it to this day. Oh, yeah. Mm. I once, I have a moment like that with my dad where my dad was a really bad comedy audience member. Mm. Um, I mean, it's just, he was really. Like <laughs> a heckler or just like no, a. Just 
like the guy whose arms are folded, but like times a thousand. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's my dad. I'm yeah. positive. So I was running a show in L.A. This was years ago, mm-hmm. like probably 2018, maybe. And he and my mom were visiting and they sit right up front. <laughs> and I was like, you oh. can't do that. Like, because I brought people here to perform. Yeah. And like, if it was just me, I would deal with it. But like, I can't like sick you on my friends like right, that right and he was so upset <laughs> because he he doesn't real or he didn't realize like what his energy was sure. coming off as sure. and he was just like i wanted to sit in the front for your show <laughs> you know and yeah. so i i still feel bad about it yeah. like i said sorry fan of the yeah. opera uh-huh. You would be the best audience member. <laughs> <in the front. laughs> they would they would ask you to sit right, totally. Bring the that vibe, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Comedy is somewhere between Phantom <laughs> of the Opera and a drag show. Yeah, where it's like we want you to be engaged and we want right. you to look alive, but shh, yeah. <laughs> don't speak <laughs> to us. Right, yeah, totally. it's a very specific middle ground. Yeah, yeah. My dad would like snort, like just like <laughs> <laughs> rolling his eye, like he he was yeah. a lot. That's to funny. have in the front row. Sometimes we queer with queer shows, people get weird. Mm-hmm. This one girl said her boyfriend, but she's like, "Well, we love queer shows, but like he's weird sometimes." But like the like hearing like Who so said much that? sex stuff. Okay, ah. are you proud of me? Oh, so so if I ever need someone's ever mad that I them out, then I can be like, "Well, here's the story." But it's one of those things where it's like your boyfriend sounds bad. Yeah, yeah. your boyfriend sounds like a bad guy. Yeah, sounds like yeah. he doesn't. Uh, it sounds like he's homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And yeah. then whenever I needed to get, I forgot. I was think I was explaining to my mom why I was like, whatever, cutting people out. And then I feel like it was like, well, here's a story I can weaponize and use yeah. like an appropriate time to bring up for why I'm not friends with this person anymore. Yeah, but uh, you don't need to. Sure. Like, if you're not feeling good about a friendship, you're a fucking adult. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I was Move like, on. I'm. Yeah. Yes. And you don't need to explain that to your s- to anybody, not your mom. I think yeah. that I have this mental thing where I'm like. I think that this is a maybe a sobriety thing. Okay. I think I spent a lot of time lying. I'll be the judge of that. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I lied so many times. Okay. Ran around and I was a drunken lunatic yeah. for a long time. Sure. And I was l- always lying constantly. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you'd leave the house and I'd be in high school and I'd be like, "There's ten handles in my closet. I hope no one goes to my room. It's like a telltale yeah. heart." And yeah. I feel so bad when yeah. I'm not on good terms or uh-huh. when people are not like outwardly supportive of my decisions. But that's a horrible way to live. Right. And I just fired my yeah. therapist. Was this a rambling? Not at all. Sense? I think no. that makes that tracks. You fired your therapist. <laughs> and it ended with me firing. And, <laughs> and, there's, and how am I fixing this? I'm not fixing this. <laughs> right. I'm saying it out loud, but sure. I'm not fixing it. Well, sure. I think firing your therapist was on your way to fixing it because yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't somebody you felt was helpful for these things. She I've only fired not. couples therapists before. Oh, you were in couples therapy? Yeah. Jealous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sure. I feel like being in couples therapy is like, yeah, I'm in a couple. <laughs> right. <laughs> a couple. Well, I think, I mean, I, I sometimes uh, <laughs> talk about this, like, in shows and stuff. Good, better, ugly, like I'm in a couple. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, as a lesbian, I'm like, I don't actually know if I'm, like, a U-Haul lesbian or a Subaru lesbian or yeah. whatever. I mean, I am. But, like, also, I'm like, I'm a couples therapy lesbian, which yeah. is to say that on the second date, I, wa- I was like, do you think one day we would be in couples therapy, <laughs> you know, as like a fantasy? So I do get that. Yeah. But like we've never found or have yet to find a couples therapist that's like worth their, what do you, salt is the sure. phrase? Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, but because like we you don't. say any phrase and we would make it make sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think I've ever said that phrase, but like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Worth their MDMA. But um, I, so, because like we have a good relationship. Like we don't, 
fight in yeah. ways that are reminiscent mm-hmm. for me of other relationships from my past mm-hmm. and I never feel like not seen or not understood or whatever but like it's not like we don't have any issues and yeah. so whatever and like I mean so we could talk about the album however much or little it does literally not matter I'm having a very good time flowing with the conversation but the reason and <laughs> I the reason there's so much build up is because my album is about grief and stillbirth and like mm. it's not always the easiest thing to bring up yeah. but the reason I was bringing it up is like we had a stillbirth my yeah. wife and I mm-hmm. and so that's the kind of thing that like you want to have therapy Absolutely. about yeah. that Absolutely. right Cause it's like a big moment and it's very sad and you know it's a lot of couples like don't make it through moments like that for yeah. understandable reasons and whatever and so we like had a couple therapist like the other time we got couples therapy was before we started trying to Mm. have kids because it's like okay we should you know whatever and both times like the therapists were just like like we had this guy marv who was 86 (laughs) um no not 86 year old marv 86 year old marv (laughs) which was not the therapist from my fantasy (laughs) you know like how did this happen um, How did you find this man? Through my therapist. Oh, <laughs> and I so see. my therapist is amazing. I've had the same therapist for going on 17 years. Like wow. she's oh amazing. God. Yeah. That's awesome. It's awesome. And so, and she's awesome. And I've told her, I'm like, what was the, why yeah. Marv? And she's like, I'm really sorry. But <laughs> she, I guess he's she owed him great. A favor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But like, uh, I guess he's great <laughs> in certain contexts, but he, I don't think he had ever met any lesbians. I was going to ask. Because he's just like. <laughs> how do you do that? You know, just like (laughs) (laughs) what? And so we spent like, I think we improved his sex life, like at the end of Marv and us. But I mean, it was just like, we got to go Marv, you know? And then we had Jennifer who (laughs) (laughs) she just was like, I don't really know. Like, I don't think she was for us. I think is the, polite way to say it yeah you know um it just we weren't like i was like what's happening here like yeah. what you know because my therapist i love so hard because i'm like oh my god how did you notice the connection between that and that yeah right and i feel like that's the good work of a therapist is like yeah. either here's something concrete to do mm-hmm. and or here are connections between things that you and your own ego or subconscious are yeah. not quite connecting yeah because you're and too if in you it. do right Somebody then you could more. learn something yeah yeah and i felt like neither of them was doing anything close <laughs> to that so those are therapists i fired i'm obsessed with marv who learned about lesbians yeah <laughs> having children right i know <laughs> at the ripe age of 86 yeah 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 it should be like a children's book that you work on right totally yeah. and i'll submit a couple i've hired quite a few yeah. really okay yeah and yeah. it's not a brag because i'm bad <laughs> they, I, some of yeah. them probably were right Haley yeah. was wrong. Uh, Haley, um, Haley the I therapist. never felt excited to talk yeah. to her or sure. better after. It actually right. just felt like a thing that I had to do. Yeah. But I've liked therapists. And yeah. I was like, no, I know that this can be helpful. I've had right. therapists challenge me where it feels yeah, good. Yeah, it goes back to that yep. feeling electric. Yeah. About something. Wow. Yeah. If your yeah. therapist does not make you feel transcendent, <laughs> <laughs> then you got to And like at least go. once uh-huh. every couple sessions, yeah. you should yeah. feel something. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. 
yeah. I feel like hey. yeah, couples therapy. Finding yeah. Like, cause finding a therapist is already a hard dynamic to figure out because yeah. it's somebody you have to vibe with, but also feels like a professional who's in yeah. some regard distant from you right. or has that like shield a little bit up. Right. But then finding somebody who's that for two people yeah. and understanding your yeah. relation that's a that's I a know. big that's a tall order. But some people I think are good at it for you sure. Know? Yeah. And like yeah. they're billing themselves out as though they are. <laughs> so. Speaking of, you know, Muna. <laughs> Muna's in therapy. They oh. are in therapy. You want? Are you familiar with therapy? Muna? Yeah. yeah. I know. Where is Muna? So. Yes. Right. Terminal yes. Five. Okay. Oh wait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes. Dumb. That's our Instagram handle. <laughs> no, uh, he answered the tonight they're playing Terminal oh. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was so good. I didn't even get it. <laughs> but they're really so. Muna is a person, or Muna is a collection of people. They're a band. Yeah. Right. There's three of okay. them, and two of them mm-hmm. used to date. The lead singer oh. and the bassist used to date. Yeah, and they have beautiful cool. songs about their breakup, and they're oh, really, really good okay. about. It's like such a qu- like, like it's only only yeah. dykes could make this happen, where they yeah. have like such a, a rich, yeah, romantic history that they've written songs about together. Right. And they're like still in a band, and like what made the effort to like get a couples therapist oh and a band therapist yeah. to make it through. Who's now in the band, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> 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 but it's um uh-huh. yeah, so they've like worked through their sure. romantic issues so that they oh get that's the band why they're together. in band therapy because yes. they're therapy. band yeah therapy yeah. Isn't wow, that, cool? that is really beautiful. Yeah, I've never dated someone that I feel like could really create something so beautiful as that. Uh huh. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, now I don't know that I have before my wife. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I do feel that way now. But it it was a long road, so I, I w- get it. I went to synagogue one time in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, how was that? Maybe it was Raleigh. Um, okay. I it was lovely. This yeah. girl Maddie Roberts, who used uh-huh. to drive me to Whole Foods, and we uh-huh. she would smoke cigarettes out of her car and we go to Natalia. She would like listen to Natalia Kills. Do you remember uh-huh. Natalia Kills? Uh-uh. She's like this angry singer. Nice. But she would take <laughs> us uh, to Yeah, and yeah, she kills. Like, Jeez. <laughs> for this religion immediate class where like you have to go to some religious ceremony that's not your own. Okay. So I picked that one. Oh. And it was be- lovely and beautiful. Yeah. But my memory of that was it was really nice to see families. Yeah. Because I was coming from like a college campus where sure. it's just a bunch of freaking horse just a bunch right. of young people running around you have around these fantasies out. like for domestication i it sounds love like. i know i really i do. used to too and sometimes so i journal every day and often i don't journal for the purpose of being gratitude or mm-hmm. gr- what is it gracious Gra- grateful grateful that's it yeah um however often when i'm journaling i'm like i can't believe my life because i yeah. i often I'm sitting in my living room and it's very pretty because it's green out mm-hmm. or it's raining and I love the rain mm-hmm. and I can yeah. go to Vicky's house and lo- watch the rain, whatever. But all of it is just very obvious when I look out and I remember my life before, which yeah. it's not like it was horrible. Honestly, one of the reasons I really love girls is because I'm like, I loved that time yeah. of my life. I wasn't, I, I should say this, I'm 43 now mm. and I, when girls was out, was older mm-hmm. than girls were right then those girls were but i taught yeah and so one of my research assistants because i was like a cool young professor i started teaching when i was 27 years old yeah and i did it for nine years so like even when i was older i was still young as a professor and so and i was like you know i mean it doesn't take a lot to be a cool law professor (laughs) so um (laughs) you know i am not saying i'm not holding myself out as cool but like in that context like i was cool to to them right yeah yeah. And so, so anyway, so one of my students who was and is very cool mm-hmm. was like, you are like, 
that girl from girls. <laughs> and I get it. Like I get the the way the reason someone would I don't like purport to be that. Like I think yeah. Lena Dunham is a genius, mm. but I get why someone might say yeah. that, you know, knowing me at the time. Yeah. And so she was like, You should really watch it and then I became obsessed. But it was always about younger people than I am. That's interesting because yeah. we were talking mm-hmm. about how like um we were you, do you know Moss Paracone? Yeah. He's a comic. He yeah. We had him on the pod a little while ago, and we, yeah. we were talking about he watched it in high school, so he was not uh-huh. quite that sure. age yet, so it was kind of like a, oh, I so can't we had wait like to be that old. opposite experiences, right. Right, and then huh. I just started watching it this year, so kind of uh-huh. at the same age as sure. these girls, and I've had this reaction of being like, oh my God, don't do that, don't do that, because I'm yeah. like, I know that I'm also in this phase of my life where you could do something so stupid sure. and like be that much of an idiot. Yeah. So it's interesting to hear the perspective yeah. of somebody who was like, looking back on it and was like and could enjoy it from a distance oh a yeah, bit. yeah i really loved it yeah. but like but so but the reason i was saying that is because like i when i watch it now mm-hmm. and even then i was like oh this is my life like even though i was older than they were i was watching it from my apartment in sunset park yeah. which they didn't live in sunset park but like you know same diff yeah brooklyn you know what i mean brooklyn. right <laughs> <laughs> one of them lived in prospect heights oh so that's yeah close enough close right. yeah right <laughs> close so yeah Adam anyway, lived in Prospect Heights. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. The grandma's apartment. Yeah. yeah. Right. And but I I remember at those times in my life because I journaled then too, mm-hmm. being like I want to like meet a woman and just settle down in New Jersey and like lo and behold there you are you know whatever. Dude, okay. Yeah. That's so fascinating to me. I yeah. think about this a lot. Yeah. Because suburbia uh-huh. is represents a lot of pain for a lot of queer people. Uh-huh. And for me, it represents this time where I felt incredibly safe and loved. Me too. So I'm like, am I? And I never know. Yeah. Which was like, <laughs> not to brag, but I yeah. had a great job. But like, am yeah. I trying to get back to that? Sure. Is that what, like, I don't know that I could identify what the draw is to me. Yeah. Whether it's, I don't know. I just like... Like, not that my life is stress-free, because mm-hmm. it's not, but I I remember being, like, in my apartment in Sunset Park with all my cockroaches at the time. Mm-hmm. I did have a cockroach problem, which was stressful, and I was like, I mean, again, it wasn't like my life was miserable then, mm-hmm. but I just was like, I want, like, space and green and neighbors who I could yeah. see, and I don't want to climb up all these stairs and always be like running for the subway totally. and stuff like that. Yeah. And like now I'm like, I could see the appeal of that, but I also know that this was what I was gravitating towards. And yes, I grew up in the suburbs. I also felt safe and loved in many ways in my childhood. Yeah. So like, I think that there are, are probably elements. I remember I dated a girl before my wife who lived with her parents in the suburbs of New Jersey and the relationship was not the one, but I was like, this is nice. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like and she, they had like kind of separate quarters. It wasn't like me sleeping with her parents. Or right. Whatever, yeah. But yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Should so we, um, should yeah. we start asking some of our questions? Now? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God Wait, please. what is a boys club? Well, you did a boys club that you are mm-hmm. not a part of. 
Which one was it again? I don't know. No, we uh we did Boys Club. You were once a part of was yeah. the uh, was the MDMA story. Oh, oh yeah. sure, yeah, yeah totally. But I yeah, a lot that I was a part of. But uh, to be honest, like I always feel, even when I am a part of, mm-hmm. I also feel not a part of. Yeah, yeah. like one hundred percent of the time. And so you know, it's like, am I a drugs person? Well, I was that night, but like I definitely am not like George, who's in the bathroom with the experiments. <laughs> right, right, right. And right. similarly, like I was a law professor, but I always felt insecure about it. And like now it's like in comedy, same thing. You know, yeah. there's a lot of like there's always so many moments where i'm like am i a part of this do i belong here oh this yeah. is what we were talking about before sure. the podcast yeah that made me i feel that way about gay men uh-huh intensely yeah because i'm like these this is my i'm a white right cis gay man and yep. i say that so proudly i'm probably yeah. a cis white gay man <laughs> <laughs> and i am like these are this is my community yeah. but i also feel crazy yeah in like any Right. And Space and I feel that. that way about lesbians, you know, I'm always like, am I exactly a part of I mean, I suppose that's the human condition, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Is like we're all one and the same, but we're all different. And so are there moments we're focusing on the similarities versus the differences? So yeah. but to, to be concrete about I mean, the reason that I uh, like that's connected to the album that I think is a boys club is like being a birthing partner and a non birthing parent Mm -hmm. and having, you know, unfortunately and God forbid, but it happened to me, a stillbirth Mm -hmm. is generally a boys club. Like generally the non birthing parent of that experience is a boy. Yeah. Right. And so one of the reasons that I felt, you know, that I wanted to, to do the album about it is like to process grief and all that. But it's because, you know, it's not exactly talked about that much. Um, and I feel, I mean, my wife, were she a comic, I think would have done a similar thing. Cause my wife's a rabbi Mm -hmm. and she performs and her Yom Kippur sermon was about the stillbirth. And so I think both of us just have this, you know, desire to share our experiences, Mm -hmm. especially about something that's like not talked about in the way that, stillbirth and pregnancy loss are not totally um so but yeah i think that that's a boys club and to the extent that like i mean because you know my experience in our bereavement group was like some of the men in there not all of them but some of the men were like you could tell it's like could you talk like i think if you spoke about this it might feel better (laughs) like even from a zoom i'm just like is okay you know yeah and it's like yeah the a really bad thing happens so it's totally reasonable and i do i think that there's something again i don't mean to make it like male versus female right Mm -hmm. but i do think that there's something to the like desire to talk about your feelings and not Mm -hmm. that even if it's not the case that every male doesn't like to talk about Mm -hmm. their feelings every woman does or whatever that it seemed from the bereavement group zoom like some of the guys were having some more trouble yeah chatting yeah and about it and for you like yeah uh, uh, like i feel i'm sure the experience your wife felt and the experience you felt very similar but also i'm sure there's some differences there totally for you to look for somebody to understand your specific experience within this collective experience and it'd be like a bunch of guys who maybe don't know how to process that i know i'm sure that's a little bit lonely and like a little bit hard yeah yeah well i I mean right and like it was all zoom so it was you know whatever we've met people because actually Mm -hmm. some people from our bereavement group came to the album recording oh that's really sweet and so yeah um 
and I mean, I'm sure that they were wanting to be supportive, but it's also like I was talking about our shared experience, yeah. you know, yeah. so I hope that people I mean, I hope in general people listen to and enjoy the album. Mm-hmm. And also, I do hope that it can start conversations around pregnancy loss to the extent that people might not feel like they're able to have them and they want to have them. Yeah. You know, because that was something that I noticed is like in talking about it on stage, people would like come up to me after and be like, I really like I so support Mm -hmm. what you're doing with that because like I needed some I needed to hear that when it happened to me or you know, whatever, that kind of thing. It's, it feels um, like a part of, like, the larger conversation around, like, access to, like, health care and, yes. like, abortion care and things like that. It feels totally. like it's it's in that conversation, too, mm-hmm. and restrictions on, like, you mm-hmm. know, pregnant people's bodies and things yeah. like that. And it just feels like all of the shame and weird, right. like, backwards kind of thinking we have totally. on that is also repressing people from talking about these very hard and real experiences that yeah. we, like, need to have it's more really community around. Yeah. yeah, I think that's right. And also, the persistence of stillbirth, as far as I understand it, is in part due to research being stalled on it mm. because of anti-abortion exactly. activists. And yeah. so, you know, it's a huge problem, and, like, I don't purport to be, like, solving it with a comedy <laughs> album that's like about my experience right, but right. you know i mean it's really honest and and it's funny yeah like it's legit funny well that we so know we can you. confirm that liz is funny. <laughs> yes we I can confirm that this that. is good yes. yeah but it's like it's good stuff and so then boys clubs that i'm truly not a part of i mean i remember this is this is maybe one is like when I first started as a associate in a law firm, I wasn't in a law firm for very long. I had a good experience. I like do stand up at my old law firm. Like I'm still friends with them. Yeah. yeah. But like I remember distinctly coming in and there were some boys who came in as first year associates and it's like that guy is going to run this firm <laughs> like 100 percent, and he is yeah. oh no you know like i'm yeah. specifically thinking yeah. of one guy and, and i went like, to high school with him right 100%. <laughs> <Corbington>. <laughs> yeah and he went to williams college <laughs> if you don't know what it is he'll tell you it's the best small liberal arts college in the country <laughs> don't worry that's why you don't know what it is right <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, but I came in and was just like, what is happening here? Like, I mean, I remember I was a real estate lawyer, which, you know, I was like a person who read emails I didn't understand Mm -hmm, all day, mm -hmm. like while gaining a midsection because we ordered seamless web (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) Like I was just at work a lot. But um, but there were some people, boys generally, who like loved it. And I remember I came in one morning. It was like a week with like multiple closings i was again real estate lawyer these are like big closings of like multi like hundreds of millions of dollars it's wild okay and so and you're up forever right like just this is the part of selling sunset you're not seeing (laughs) (laughs) the real estate lawyer right yeah yeah yeah. so so it was like a particularly hard week and i come in off the elevator like after like basically going home to take a nap yeah and (sighs) i get there and this one guy's like liz are you having fun and I remember I was like, I did not even know that was an option. <laughs> like, I literally had no intent. What? Like, you can have fun. And I just said, like, yeah. And then yeah. I went to my desk and read more emails I didn't understand. But I think, I mean, in this instance, he legit meant it. Yeah. And, like, really loved his Wait, job. I love that this yeah. random guy, you're like, 
this is an interaction I'll think about for years. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually told him because I'm still <laughs> friends with people from my firm. Yeah, yeah. And I see them like probably, you know, once or twice a year for events or whatever. And I've told him, I'm like, you really changed my life. Because if he was like being at all fresh, I guess would be the mm-hmm. adjective, then it wouldn't have made an impression. Yeah. But because he was being so genuine and like, yeah. isn't our job amazing? And I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, it just like wasn't realize for me. Some people do actually. Exactly. Like and this. I think that yeah. like the reason I've told this, you know, it's not exactly stand up, it's more like a motivational speech, but it's like, find the thing that makes you like skip over to like the first year associate and be like, isn't this awesome? And like the first year associate is like, what? Yeah. You know, because that's your thing. Like yeah. this guy, a hundred percent, I think is like doing his calling, whatever. Yeah. And I think as somebody who was like, you know, so I wanted to find, like I wanted to be a soul cycle instructor because I thought it would be amazing. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I had yeah, like no, a, totally. a whole vision. <laughs> you know what I thought? I was like, why don't they ever have like the back row do a different thing from the third row, do a different thing from the second row, which actually, I don't, you know, Akin, you know, oh, the guy. Like Akin's uh, army. Right. Exactly. That's which a I've boys gone club. to as well. Wow. Like, no. Oh my God. That's a cult. <laughs> he is, first of all, like Cla- oh, no. so gorgeous. You need to see this person. Okay. Okay. Like he is a model. Yeah. Right. But like. He's um, hot as hell. Yeah, like so. Ho- I'm like, what? Yeah. How do you exist? Yeah. You're just walking around. Anybody can see you. I went to a random Some class there, like and they're that. like, everyone uh, has to wear black. And oh I'm like, this yeah. is just a class. <laughs> wow. They're so, so serious. <laughs> well, also, it's like he teaches. Like when he used to teach at SoulCycle, he would teach 25 classes at a time. Oh my like god. It, it's wild. That's. That's too many. Way too many. It's that's so many. I'm teaching seven and I'm sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sleepy. But I'm that's exhausted. like normal. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, so um oh yeah. But so he might do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But and he's I mean, very skilled at what he does. Yeah. You know, whatever. Although I I went to the army. I don't know if it's for me. He has I yeah. I don't like it. I don't like that yeah. people smile at each other and yeah. high five each other. I right. don't want to be motivated by a person next to me. I want to yeah. be alone. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be left alone. That's I a know. part of workout classes that I n- can't ever get into. Is that yeah. like uh, my w- what I like about working out is yeah. being by myself and yeah. spending a time to just like listen to my stupid podcast and like yeah. do whatever and like yeah. not talk right. to anybody else. Totally, because we have such social jobs. I I'm just feel like it's my, sh- my shutdown time. I yeah. get that. I totally get that. Yeah. I also feel like sometimes <laughs> it's kind of like dirty talk i guess where it's like no i don't like that brand yeah of motivating which is why i loved emma and continue to yeah not only as a, a person mm. but also as an exercise instructor because she really stood out to me even then because you know the soul cycle instructors i mean akin whatever but i don't know it's like some of them are really yelly and yeah. some of them are not they don't talk enough and she just had this brand where i was like she seems honest and straightforward yeah. Yeah. and very motivating but not mean yeah you know and i just yeah. got it yeah amato yeah i took her class i think she went from soul to peloton and i think oh. it's similar i really like no nonsense but not yeah. emotional straightforward yeah. information about what yeah. we're doing right i don't want to be told that i'm amazing i know yeah i just <laughs> am like what do you Fully want me aware. to do with my body yeah right i've now. never right. understood when it well, where it goes from being like now you want to feel this in your calf to being like you are the next superstar. It's like, right. why are we doing that part? Well, <laughs> but it has to feel, I think, for my taste, mm-hmm. it has to feel relevant and genuine. So yeah. I remember Emma would have these, like, 
and continues to have these like truth bombs where it's like, you know, what was a big one that she did? Something about you, you're always changing. Like you actually can't stay the same. And so why don't you improve? Because you're going to change yeah. anyway. Yeah. And that one, yeah, exactly. Like, like that, that was my, yeah. and I was like, huh, I appreciate that thing to ponder. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, and not in the height of, you know, some hard part of the workout, in right. the part where it's like, you know, the nap song. The soul song. Yeah. The soulful right, song. Right, right. I just think of it as nap It's kind of like the, uh, yeah. Or what's it called at the end? Uh, oh, Shavasana. Shavasana. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Today it's it was like Christina that. Perry's arms. <laughs> Put your arms around me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like that song. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. and our, our final question and the weirdest one. Okay. Maybe. What is a voice that you wish to see in this world? <gasps> Ooh. I mean, is it too cheesy to be like a club where um, boys talk about their feelings? Like, I feel Not like there's all. so much now mm-hmm. that uh, maybe just in my world i feel like i have friends you know who are talking about how like men have no friends and like all this thing about like friend dearth in specifically men yeah and i'm just like okay so just have some yeah like <laughs> open up yeah. you know <laughs> call a neighbor yeah. or yeah. something and so if there was i don't know i just like I really don't like intimidating anybody else because I always feel intimidated. Mm -hmm. And so in a boys club, to me, the definition of the umbrella, like, you know, term of it is just like to exclude, to intimidate, Mm. et cetera. And like, to me, that's like, I don't know. It's like you can have a club from love. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And from community and like wanting to. Yeah. I also hope that like, I feel like there's such a um, isolated yeah. movement among a lot of men right now yeah. of like s- being stoic and isolated. Right. And like there's this whole like self improvement, and there's like sure. so many like what I do in a day TikToks, and like you know yeah. like it's just them never seeing another person but yeah. doing all these exercises and eating these foods, and it's just yeah. like I mean obviously that's like one brand of person sure. that exists out sure. there, but I I do hope that men can like continue to find ways to talk to each other and have community that's built out of non-aggressive or non-competitive modes of being around each other. I mean. Yeah. 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 That was nice. I needed that. I've been anxious about time. (gasps) And I was like, why am I anxious about time? What's more important is love and friendship and Uh not a to-do list. Sure. Because we're all going to, at best, end up on a hot person's mantle and (laughs) learn. (laughs) (laughs) At best. (laughs) It's the best case scenario. Yeah. It could be worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's so true. Oh, my gosh. gosh. Liz, thank you so much. Thank you. Before we uh, wrap up, can you uh, plug your album and your socials? Oh, totally. So my album is called A Very Particular Experience. It'll be available wherever you can get a song, basically. Cool. Um, And my socials, if you want, you can go to my website. (laughs) Here's the directions. (laughs) You make a left. You can't miss it. It's www.dearlizglazer.com. L-I-Z-G-L-A-Z-E-R. The word dear, not the animal, but like you're writing me a letter. <laughs> DearLizGlazer.com. And then at Liz Glazer on all socials. I was at Elizabeth Glazer on Twitter, but my Twitter got hacked, and apparently I'm tweeting every hour about cryptocurrency. Oh, God. Which, like, anybody who knows me knows I would only tweet about cryptocurrency, like, once a day max. 
<laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it's not me anymore. <laughs> it was. If you want to like go deep into 2014, yeah. that was that was when I was at my peak on Twitter. <laughs> How's that for a callback there to SoulCycle? So thank you both, Nico and Connor, so much. Yeah, truly. thank you for being thank on. You for coming on. Um, yeah, so everybody yeah. make sure to check out Liz's album. We'll plug it in the uh, in the show notes for thank this episode. Um, all right, we'll get down to here on a smooch. One, two, three. Hey boys, thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda, that's C O N O R, Panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N I C O Carney, C A R N E Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.